Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Trisha Stefankiewicz, registered dietitian and nutritionist. On today's episode, as you'll see from the title, do I need to buy a Peloton bike to achieve my health goals? This is something that I wanted to talk about because I feel like there is this big um, fitness craze and there is a big craze right now. The big item is the Peloton bike, especially since it's, you know, nearing Christmas time. So I wanted to spend some time talking about fitness and talking about what it is that works for you in order to achieve your health, wellness, and self-care goals. Before we start the episode, I want to remind you that now until January 2nd, I am hosting Health Awakening Sundays, which are now at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Sundays. Um, It has, it's been fun. It is basically a group of women and we, and men are welcome too, and we just set goals for the week and then we are held accountable for them. So if you feel like you need a little bit of extra help and support to get you through the holiday season in order to achieve your goals, then hop on over. There is a Zoom link in my Facebook group, but also I'll stick a link in my in the show notes for this episode. Okay. So do you need a Peloton bike to achieve your health, wellness, and self-care goals? I'm sure that you are like me and you have a shit ton of people who have, who are like part of this community where um, they've done really well in terms of maybe they've lost weight or maybe they have um, increased their physical activity or something that you want to achieve. And so then you feel like that you need to then have a Peloton bike in order to get the same results. But sometimes when we do that, we're not really taking in any considerations um, what this looks like for our life. So I want to talk about this idea of, you know, buying into the next craze, um, and just some considerations for your life in general. So first of all, to answer the question, no, you don't need a Peloton bike to meet your fitness goals. What you need is to find something that works for you and works for your life and that you can be consistent on. If a Peloton bike is something that is the answer for you, then that's wonderful. But I want to caution you that that is the only way that you can actually achieve your health and wellness goals. I I think sometimes, and I'm guilty of it too, where it's like the latest thing and I feel like, wow, they look, they're doing some great things. I want to be doing that. So I must have that particular machine because that's what's going to get me to where I need to be. And probably, again, like I said, like in your news feed or your Facebook feed, you may be seeing the same thing. Like there's this great community with Peloton riders and, you know, whatever results they're getting, you may want as well. And so, so that's why I wanted to talk about that. So yes, you don't need to have a Peloton bike to meet your fitness goals. You need to find something that works for you that you can be consistent in doing to get you to your health, wellness, and self-care goals. As a matter of fact, you know, there is this, um, I haven't talked about it here in a while, but there is this national weight control registry, which every once in a while I refer to. And why I do that is because this is this self-reported, um, it's like a self-reported 
um, like directory of people who have lost weight. And now I know that we don't talk about like weight loss a lot on this show because the focus is on intuitive eating. But what I think is really interesting about that study is that it's these The study is based on behaviors. What are some things that people do that have been able to lost weight? And the most important part is that they've been able to maintain weight. And so why I think it's so interesting is because they've been able to maintain their weight, which is really difficult to do. And so it's fascinating to hear the different behaviors. And it's also interesting because they've made you know, these changes that have been part of their lifestyle. So they've been able to maintain it for the long term. And so what the majority of the participants in that registry have done to be able to maintain their weight loss that they've had is walking. Walking is the number one thing. It's, you know, it's everybody, most, a lot of people can do it. I don't want to say most people can do it. Um, but it's something that is, cost effective and for the most part people are able to do that so it doesn't have to be a peloton bike it can be whatever works for you as demonstrated in the whole national weight control registry database so let's start thinking about some considerations which you know what that i really want you to think about when it comes to meeting your fitness goals I think a lot of times we go all in like this Peloton bike, right? Like it's great. Like, you know, it's, it's probably about $2,000, although it is Christmas time. So it seems like they're offering a discount. (laughs) Um, and it, that doesn't include any of the equipment that you need for it. So you need heart rate monitors, shoes, mats, probably weights, um, a subscription, And so all of those things add up. So if you're somebody who doesn't have the money to buy a Peloton bike, then I don't recommend you to buy a Peloton bike. I recommend you to find something that works for you. So let's think of some of the considerations that would perhaps work in your life. So first I would start thinking when it comes to your fitness goals, what is realistic for you and your life? First, you know, let's talk about the cost. The Peloton bike, again, it can be really expensive. Do you have the money to maintain that? And if you don't, then that's okay. I don't have a Peloton bike either. I do, um, Beach Body on Demand, which is $99 a year. So if you don't have the money for, you know, your monthly subscription for the Peloton app, then you could do something else. You can look into something that is more cost effective for you. The next thing I want you to think of is like, what is your goal in terms of your fitness regimen? Is it something that you want to leave your house? These are all part of the realistic part of this. Do you do better when you leave your situation or do you do better when you get it done first thing in the morning? I'm somebody personally who likes to wake up before my kid and get it done. I, If I don't do it first thing in the morning, it doesn't matter how much I tell myself I'm going to do it. Somehow it doesn't work. I don't get it done. I talk myself out of it. So really trying to figure out what works best for you individually. Because remember, all of this when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care goals, everything is individualized to you. And part of the journey of life is finding what it is that works for you at this particular time in your life. You're going to have times when your life will be less hectic, and you're going to be have times when your life is really crazy. And so 
what you do during those times in terms of your fitness is going to probably vary. And so, you know, if you're somebody who life is really crazy right now, and maybe you're somebody who has little kids at home, well, it might not be feasible for you to leave your home. You might have to do it first thing in the morning when you exercise like I do. But if you're somebody who maybe has older kids and maybe your job isn't as demanding as it used to be, then perhaps it's it's more feasible for you to go on your way home from work or to go midday. So I really want you as the first consideration here to figure out what is realistic for your life. Don't make it complicated. Just try to figure out what works for you at this particular time and knowing that there's going to be times when it's easier to do it and it's going to be less crazy and there's going to be times when it's a lot more difficult and life is a lot crazier and that might also be during the holiday season which we're getting into now so you know trying to figure out how to make fitness a priority right now when life is when life has the potential to be more crazy with the holiday stress number two the second consideration here is I really want you to look back and and figure out what has worked for you in the past when it came to meeting your fitness goals. So I want you to look back at a time in your life when you've been able to be really consistent with your fitness goals. Maybe you were somebody who... Um, who was walking all the time, or maybe you would go to the gym pretty regularly. And I want you to really figure out what that component is and why it worked. So were you somebody that, you know, maybe you felt like fitness, like if you were somebody who walked all the time, right? Was it something that you did because it helped you manage your anxiety? Was it Was it something, you know, that worked because you were doing it solo or do you happen to do better when it's community activities? All of those things are really important. I mean, I know that there's been periods in my life when I'm really consistent in going to the gym and then there's periods where I just can't seem to get there. And usually the times when I'm more consistent going is when I know I'm going to meet somebody there and my life was a little bit different than two. And so I want you to look back and figure out what it is that worked for you. Were you able to meet a friend and go walking? Or did you like to take a walk to help manage any anxiety that you had? Um, you know, so those kinds of things are really helpful. So you may look back at what you've done in the past and where you're at now with your fitness and feel like somehow you've failed because you haven't been able to maintain it. But I say that you look back at that and really provide, get some information out of there, right? So anything that you've done in the past, whether it's some diet that you've been on or any of your fitness that you've done before, all of it is a learning experience. It, it provides you with some information. And so I would tell you to kind of go back and figure out what your past when it comes to fitness can provide you and really figure out where you've been consistent and also what you like to do because it doesn't matter if you 
you know, if you do something, but you don't particularly like it. My assumption is that if you were able to do something pretty consistently, it was also probably something that you liked. And so when it comes to the whole Peloton bike thing, a lot of people really like it because there's a community in that. And there's a, and if you're somebody who really strives for a community feel, then that might be why it works for you. But you have to really go back and look at that if that's something that is important to you. My sister, for instance, has a really hectic life. And so she was just telling me about something that she likes to do. It's called step bet. And it's basically for her life, it's easier for her to kind of go and take a walk around her neighborhood because she has little kids. And so step bet is an app that she uses where she does it with her neighbor and they challenge each other. And so each week they have to meet so many days that they've achieved like 10,000 steps or 12,000 steps or whatever it is their goal for that particular week. In that step bet, which, which works for her, you know, she pays 40 bucks. And so she is able to, she doesn't want to lose that money. And so that's the other part too, like what motivates you. And so for her, she's motivated to continue to keep that $40 because if she doesn't meet her goals five days that week, when it comes to her steps, she loses the $40. And because she's motivated by keeping that money that keeps her on track to doing what she's trying to achieve. So she keeps her money and she gets her, you know, all of her steps in that week that she desired. It's not something that she likes to do all the time. I mean, I'm sure at nighttime, it's probably hard for her to go out and take a walk, but she does it because it's important to her and she has that community with her neighbor and because she doesn't want to lose her money. So really trying to figure out if something like that works for you too. So go back in your memory and really try to figure out what it is that has worked for you in the past and to figure out if it could potentially work for you now, or if perhaps you know, if perhaps somehow you need some kind of modification to do that. The third consideration would be to think about and have at least, I would say, two things that you like to do when it comes to fitness. I live in an area where I live in the Northeast in the States and it gets really cold here in the winter. And there's times when it's icy that I can't go outside and go for a walk or there's snow on the ground. You may live in a place where it's really hot and humid. And so you, that may prohibit you from going out all the time to get your, your steps or whatever it is that you want to do. So I always recommend to do at least two things that are of interest to you and that you like when it comes to your physical activity. And that's because, you know, typically I would say try to do something inside and something outside. If you're somebody who exercises inside, it's probably a moot point. But if you're somebody who really likes to be outdoors, then I'm just thinking of something that you could do that's indoors from You know, if there's periods where you cannot get outside because of inclement weather to exercise, that that somehow doesn't hinder you. So try to think of something that you can do indoors in addition to something that you can do outdoors if outdoors is what you prefer. And indoor activities could be anything that you want it to be. It could be like I do, the Beach Body On Demand. It could be any app that people pay for. Um, 
it, it could be anything you want it to be. It could be um, doing strength training, whatever it is for you. But just so that you have some kind of variety in what you're doing, working out, and that also you, if it's something that's really important to you and you've set a goal to if you set a goal, but then somehow terrible weather comes in, I don't want that to prohibit you from meeting your goal. I want you to have kind of a backup that you can, that you can refer to. And that will become important as, as you progress too, because there may be periods in your life again, that, you know, you may hinder and you may not be able to do what you previously were able to do. And so, you know, coming from me, I feel like I've had this history of having an injury. So a lot of things that I used to be able to do, I can't do anymore, or I can do, but at a much slower pace than I previously was. And so it's just trying to figure out a way that I can figure out something to do on days, perhaps when I'm in a little bit more pain. And then other days when I feel a little bit stronger, I can do a little bit more. And so that's why I'm saying have a a variety of things that you can do, whether it's the weather, whether it's pain level, whether it's your schedule, whatever it is, you may be hindered to be able to do the one thing that you like all of the time. So always kind of have a backup to help you along and get you through that time. And then lastly, the last consideration I would say is do whatever works for you that you can do to maintain consistency, right? I wouldn't worry about what your friend is doing. I wouldn't worry about what your sister's doing. Just do what works for you. I know we all have this like tendency to get into like the shiny object syndrome, right? Where it's like, oh, so-and-so is doing that. Should I be doing that? Should I try that? That'd be great. But it may not be realistic for you. And so we're like kind of setting ourselves up to fail. It's the same thing when we do this with diets. Like, oh, so-and-so did a cleanse and she looks great or she looked lost weight or whatever and then we want to do it too but it may not be and it probably isn't realistic for our life so fitness works the same way and exercise and physical activity it all works the same way you have to do what works for you not what works for your friend not what works for your sister not what works for your neighbor you have to find something that you like that you're able to maintain consistency that you can do it it's not going to bring you pain you feel like it's going to give you some kind kind of like an outlet for your stress. It's going to be whatever you want it to be. And the other thing is, is that as you progress through life and go through different time periods, you may have periods where, again, you can't do some of the things that you used to do. And so to kind of be gentle with that and to just be able to be consistent, that's the the most important thing. So find something that you like is a way that will also help you maintain consistency. Don't do something that you don't like to do because then it's going to be very hard for you to get up in the morning when days are, when you haven't slept that great and hop on the treadmill or hop on your Peloton or hop on whatever it is you need to do and to do it. So find something that you like and that you can be consistent with and that you can make a lifestyle change with not something that is going to be like a fad diet, something that you can be consistent with. So thank you for listening today. Um, you know, if you need help with any of these goals, or if you're trying to keep on track with your fitness during this holiday season, hop on to our health awakenings, a health awakening Sunday, and just kind of go in there and say what your goal is. And then we have some kind of accountability. Again, I'll leave the link in the show notes. As always, you know, it's the, the, the whole 
the whole thing that we preach on here is progress over perfection. So not thinking of anything that you've done in the past as a failure, but that you are looking forward and you are doing things that are going to get you to where where you are right now in your life, not where you were 10 years ago. So I encourage you to take one step today. And even if that step is as small as looking back at what you've previously done with, you know, physical activity and seeing what works, whatever it is, just take one step today. And then over time being consistent, that will help get you to your goal of your health, wellness and self-care, whatever goal you have. So I appreciate you guys listening. I will see you guys back here next week and be kind to yourself.